Welcome to episode 11 of the Pouring My Art Out podcast. This one is called Taken Pictures, and today I am going to talk about the one kind of art that everybody does, at least if they have a cell phone, the art of photography. But first, a word from a new sponsor. Try Cheeto Food. It's crispy fried tofu squiggles dipped in an orange cheese powder. Cheeto Foos. It's cheesy, crispy, licious. Cheeto Foos. Available at most gas stations in some states. Cheeto Foos. I grew up back in the day when you had to send your rolls of photographic negatives to be developed and then wait for days to see how good or bad the pictures were. And then you ended up with little tiny photographs. Digital photography is freaking awesome. You can take 5,000 pictures of something and then just delete the bad ones and keep the best. Cropping is also awesome. You can take pictures, then just select the part of the picture you want and get rid of the rest. I do this a lot, especially on pictures of birds. Hey, 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 Arthur, it's Jimmy. What's up, little dude? I have a good idea to help with social distancing to keep humans from getting the virus. Oh yeah? What is it? Baseball caps with six-foot-long bills. That is brilliant, Jimmy, but if everybody wore one, we would all end up standing 12 feet apart. Well, that's even safer, right? So let's call a hat factory. Where does President Trump get all those red hats made? We can call them. Uh, well, the funny thing is, those are all made in China. Wait, what? The Make America Great Hats aren't made by Americans? The people were out of work when he came up with that idea. Seriously? Is that a joke? I wish it were, Jimmy. You know, you humans make no sense at all. I couldn't agree more, Jimmy. Okay, Arthur, I will keep working on the idea. Don't worry about it, man. Thanks, Jimmy. I will try not to. Everybody, as I said, takes pictures nowadays. Some pictures are almost a social requirement. Kids, grandkids, new babies, birthday parties, pets, family gatherings, holidays and vacations. We are cataloging our lives. The fact that we all have cameras on our phones and we always have our phones with us has given rise to new trends. Selfies are fun. I do tons of those because I am self-absorbed. I try to put myself in front of something interesting, but hey, who am I fooling? We all know it is still all about me. People take pictures of food more than they used to. It is a thing. I do it sometimes, but alcohol is usually involved. Now, I am not claiming to be a world-class photographer, but I do have an eye for art, an instinct. This helps me take pretty good pictures. Also, I go out of my way to get the good shots. I have always loved to travel, and when I am anywhere new, I like to get up really early and go on adventure walks. I let my inner child artist lead the way, and I try to get some good sunrise photos. I do a lot of pictures of sunsets, too, and I will climb a tree or a mountain to get good ones, whether I am home or any place else. But when traveling, man, I love to lug my good camera around. And that is when the adventure walks let me see things in a way that most people who don't live somewhere will never see them. 
Walking around a medieval fortified town before the sun or the people are up and finding the best spot on the old town walls to catch the sun popping up over the valley spread out below. I love that. In an ironic twist, my blog makes me do stuff. Sure, doing a post involves just sitting, but getting photos to make better posts drives me to stay active. Even when I am somewhere I have been many times or just at home, I will do things just to get some interesting photos. I have learned that you can turn anything into an adventure if you are willing to get up early enough and or do a lot of walking. My mom, who is well into her 90s, still lives in the house where I grew up in the San Francisco Bay Area. I have walked and driven on the Golden Gate Bridge hundreds if not thousands of times, but still last year during a visit I got up at 4am so I could walk out onto the bridge to take pictures of the sun rising over the hills across the bay. On the same trip I awoke at 3.30 in the morning and couldn't get back to sleep one night so I decided to drive to Yosemite for the day. The huge fires were still raging in Northern California this past summer, and I drove through smoking and smoldering blackened wastelands where trees had stood just days before. The park had just reopened, and I was almost alone there. Usually Yosemite is so full of people that it is not easy to move around. I ended up staying the night on the spur of the moment and spent two glorious days taking pictures of the valley from every angle. I saw the same bear two days in a row. I know it was the same bear because he had a numbered tag. I got some great sunrise and sunset pictures and incredible shots of the rivers and even got so close to some deer that I could have petted them. I remember in London a couple years ago on the Queen's birthday, my wife and younger daughter and I watched the Queen review her household troops, an old tradition, and then we raced down the mall towards Buckingham Palace, dodging the edges of the huge crowd taking pictures of the royal family as we kept pace with the royal carriages. We also ended up seeing the filming of a scene from a James Bond movie, Spectre, and watched helicopters zooming around the Parliament Building and Big Ben. Venice, Amsterdam, Paris, Germany, I have photos on the blog from all over. I have been to Dachau concentration camp twice. The pictures I took there are quite moving. I took a photo of flowers that someone had left in one of the ovens, and in Photoshop I cut the flowers out, turned the rest of the picture into a black and white image, then pasted the flowers back still in color. It is somber and heart-wrenching. I always stop to take pictures of the dogs I meet, and horses, and cows. I capture weird bits of architecture and lots of flowers. As we have determined, I don't do things in normal ways, and I also like to have a gimmick a hook, a catch, some little extra thing to help keep me interested in any kind of art that I am doing. I don't know where to start with this part of this episode. So let's take animals. We all know that I love babies, dogs, and horses, right? I have tons of animal photos on the blog. I go to the world-famous San Diego Zoo and go crazy. I always stop when I am driving if I see horses near the road. I can get half-wild Mustangs to come right up to me. I have a picture of a Mustang kissing me on the cheek. Dogs love me. When I visit my mom, I miss my own dogs after a day or two, so I go down to this park overlooking the San Francisco Bay. Yeah, I take pictures of dogs just because they are dogs, but my catch there is that I am trying to get the perfect photo of a wet dog coming out of the bay as it shakes the water off itself. I use my telephoto lens, 
sometimes. I try to line up the shot, getting into some weird positions on the rocks, so that the sun is behind the dog and the sunlight catches the flying droplets and turns them into little jewels. I haven't gotten the perfect shot yet, but I have come close, and all those pictures are on the blog. I also got invited to a birthday party for a St. Bernard friend I met at the park. Those are some cute pictures. My mom loves birds. She is a bird watcher, but being over 95, her eyesight isn't what it used to be. When I go to visit, I fill the bird feeder and then sit out in the back garden with my zoom lens on. After a day or so, the birds stop noticing that I am there. I take pictures and then crop them down to just the birds, and then my mom and I look at them on my laptop after I get a bunch of good shots where I can zoom in even farther. I take a lot of flower pictures. My dad used to do that, and it makes me feel connected to him. One day in my mom's garden, when it was early, I got some great shots of dew-covered roses and other flowers. This is when I came up with the idea of putting a small misting spray bottle in my camera bag. I can make fake dew now whenever I see flowers. Sometimes I go to the world-famous rose gardens in Berkeley, not far from my mom's house. Rose breeders from all over the world send clippings there so you can see roses of all colors, some that might exist only in two places. I walk around making fake dew and awesome photos. The advantage of making your own dew is that you can do it when the sun is out, when there isn't any real dew. Ha, huh, that's a dew pun. Do the dew. The light and the little droplets make a better photo. Every kind of art I do leads me to other kinds of art. The fake dew led me to another quest. One morning in my garden in San Diego, it was foggy. A fine, misty fog. I grew up in the San Francisco Bay Area, so I know my fog. I found this big orb web made by a garden spider. It was covered with tiny little droplets from the fog. I got some good photos, but not in optimal lighting. And later, when the sun was out, the droplets were gone. So now, every once in a while, I go outside and make the spiders mad at me by spraying their webs with my fake dew-making misting bottle. I do wet web posts on the blog, playing with how to get the best photo and the best lighting with the best lens and then what part to crop the image to for the best visual effect. A few Christmases ago at my mom's house, where we always go for Christmas, I was taking some pictures of the tree with its colored lights. The living room lights were off, and there is this thing with cameras that when you take photos in low light without using the flash, the shutter stays open longer. This means that you can't move the camera at all, or the pictures come out blurry and smudged and jittery. One of these jittery pictures caught my eye. I liked it. The light smears had made trails and patterns. This began my experiments with what I call wiggly light pictures. There is really no such thing as bad art as long as you learn something and it leads you somewhere new. I spent the rest of that Christmas vacation practicing with the best distances and lenses. I took pictures of Christmas-lit streets and city lights. Now I still do the wiggly light pictures when I see lights that will work well with it. When I visited my daughter and son-in-law in New York not long ago, I took wiggly light pictures all over the place. It was a lot of lights. I got some good ones from the top of their apartment building and from the riverbank near the Brooklyn Bridge overlooking Manhattan and also some in Times Square. After I take some regular pictures, I do the wiggly ones. I move the camera at different speeds and in different patterns, changing lenses now and then. I probably look like a crazy person waving the camera around. I never know how the pictures will turn out. This also led to further experiments with the laser pointer and reflective surfaces. 
I took a bunch of pictures of some of my projects from the glass blowing class in the kitchen with the lights turned off, lighting up the glass from various angles with different light sources. To top it all off, I do weird stuff with a lot of my best photos, including the wet web ones and the wiggly light ones. I use digital effects to make bizarre versions of them. There are a lot of programs on the internet that will allow you to play with digital magic, but my favorite of all is Photoshop, which isn't free. In fact, it is expensive and the learning curve is pretty steep, but I freaking love Photoshop. It is way better than real life. Anything I can imagine, I can create an image form. I can put my head on the bodies of historical figures or animals, or make a picture of me riding a dinosaur. I have people take photos of me in specific positions to use with funny ideas I have. I can give myself extra eyes. I can put Donald Trump in compromising positions, and I do. Believe me, I do. I spent weeks doing mere image effects on faces and cities and nature scenes. I guess I could spend weeks right now talking about all the weird things I have done with all my weird pictures. If I make a piece of glass art, and then take a weird photo of it, and then do digital effects to it, and maybe do more digital effects, and then post it on social media a few times, how many times do I add multi in front of multimedia? Someday, if you are bored and have a little spare time, like, oh, I don't know, if you were, say, locked in your house due to a global pandemic or something like that, Go to my blog at pouringmyartout.com, all one word, and just scroll down through the images really fast. I promise you will see something that will make you question my sanity. If nothing else, there are a lot of cute photos of babies, dogs, and horses. I would like to recommend two free online programs that you can use to do digital effects to any photo you upload. Lunapix.com is awesome. So is Photofunnia.com. Check them out. They are free and easy to use. Let your inner child artist go crazy. Oh, one last thing. My photography experiments have led me to macro photography, that is, super close-up pictures. And that led me to asking for a digital microscope that takes photos for Christmas a couple years back. Getting super up close and personal is a whole new way to look at the world. And I recommend trying it. The microscopes are pretty inexpensive, and I think you can now get one that plugs right into your cell phone. Look at plants and money and food and rocks and sticks and whatever you can think of. But trust me, do not start looking at your own skin, especially if you aren't young anymore. I tried that. I ended up looking at moles and blemishes and then doing a blog post called, Does This Look Malignant to You? And now, one more brief commercial break. Kooky Cola, a tasty soda that has cannabis oil extract right up in its business. It's like drinking a big doobie. Weed in a can, man. Yeah, you'll get caught in mouth, but that's what the soda is for. Comes in some crazy flavors, too. Way out watermelon, grassy grape, blueberry buzz, and regular cola flavor, too. And you can get it in low-cal diet. Try Kooky Cola, the cola that puts the C in THC. Kooky Cola. Okay, bye, people. Yeah, bye, people. Stay healthy, stay safe, stay away from each other. 
I will play you out with our commercial jingles. Here are the Chi Tofu song and the Kooky Cola song. Chi Tofu. Chi Tofu. 